Can you swear on this? Can we swear? I'm not going to swear. I think you've sworn about 47 times already, so we're good. Oh, I don't count shit. I swear. <laughs> it's F-bombs and, and above. That oh, is that, can, that Canadian rules. There you That's go. That's Canadian etiquette. Got it. Um, Got it. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Always Be Consulting. Today, I've got the man, the Freddie Mercury of real estate, Matt Leonetti. Welcome to the podcast, man. What's up? Thanks so much for having me. That's a sick podcast name. (laughs) I appreciate it. Appreciate it. (laughs) Easy play on words. Easy play on words for a real estate agent. Yeah, love it. (laughs) Perfect. Well, um, well, first off, have you heard from Champagne Poppy yet? I've not. I'm assuming he's really just thinking of what he wants to say back um because it was you know it's it was a video and yeah i think he just doesn't know what to say yet so he's a little nervous so that's what i'm assuming i mean he thinks that he obviously thinks about what he has to say so um it it makes a lot of sense he's going to put some thought and and maybe some production value himself into it i imagine yeah Yeah. (laughs) i think Uh, so too there you go. All right. Well, let's get into it. Um, what, what, um, tell us, bring us a little backstory. Tell us about, you know, where'd you grow up, uh, childhood, all that good stuff. I know you're in Toronto now, but, um, yep. is that where you grew up? Born yeah. Yeah. And raised all that good stuff. Yeah. So I'm, I'm about like 40 minutes East of Toronto. Um, I, I was never right in the heart of the city. Like grew up about, you know, just East of the city. Um, born and raised in, it's a town called Ajax and now, uh, yeah, it's uh, I go into the city a lot for uh, real estate because that's where more of the higher end real estate is, is right downtown in the city. So sure enough, um, yeah, I, I kind of go in between where I live and then right into the city. So I've been in for about four and a half years now, and I've been doing these kind of social videos for about a year and a half, which has really changed the business definitely we'll get into that um so grew up kind of like a suburb type area is that is that how you yeah best, absolutely best describe it? actually the same town um that some 41 is from oh if you man know yeah of course yeah so <laughs> my high yeah. school days right there yeah exactly so yeah this yeah same town as them perfect perfect now i i actually did notice that you're you're kind of a musician yourself right is that is that is that right yeah yeah so i grew up um playing and after high school, I was, I was like a touring musician before real estate for like five, six years. So I would tour with whoever would hire me. I would kind of write songs for people. I would uh, record on people's albums, stuff like that. So yeah, it was pretty cool. And then I just kind of got sick of it. <laughs> got into real estate. There you go. Another gig job, basically. I know. I know. <laughs> Same thing. Everyone always said when I said I was getting into real estate, they're like, you realize you you'd only make money when you sell houses. And I was like, well, I don't make any money now because every <laughs> club I go to, they don't seem to pay us. So, <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Awesome. Uh, grew up in any sports or anything like that in the suburbs or just kind of the yeah. music career? I'm Italian. So I, was, <laughs> I had to play soccer. It there was, you go. Nice. Yeah. It was a I given. Get- so I was, uh, yeah, I, I played competitive soccer from the age of like five to 12 or 13. Okay, good deal. Me, me too. I played all the way up through college. So, oh, shit, I, yeah. Did you ever make it uh, down, down to the States for any tournaments or any, any big tournaments or anything like that? Yeah. Dallas yeah, we, Cup or Surf Cup or anything like that? No, we played, we did Ohio. Okay. Or something. Um, yeah, it was a big tournament in Ohio when I was yeah. growing up and we did, went there two or three times. Okay. Um, yeah, it was pretty sick. It was pretty yeah. Sick. 
nice good deal good deal didn't know that about you yeah um any family that was in the business or or um just in real estate yeah exactly no no no, no. okay i heard that my uh like my great uncle or some something like that was a big realtor back in the in like the 50s or 60s but I never knew him and I didn't know that until like a year ago. You got to dive into that a little bit. I know. Would be check, sick. Check that out. <laughs> Apparently he was going to buy like one of the first hotels and he couldn't get like the permits. So he would have been extremely wealthy. Yeah. 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 But he didn't but, get the permits. So. Yeah. Couldn't get, couldn't get those $7 permits back. In no. The so here we are. So here we are. <laughs> now I have to, I have to do this shit. <laughs> cool um so what's kind of been your career path you've been in the business for four years but kind of what led you obviously you said music and then did you just what what got you into real estate from 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 that yeah i don't really know it was it was honestly just like um the real estate shows as okay. lame as that sounds it was just like i watched million dollar listing like religiously ryan Surant was like a big reason why i got into the business and then um yeah it was just kind of like i was at a crossroads i was really getting i just i just wasn't feeling it with the music anymore there's a lot of traveling and i didn't really know where i wanted to go with it and just wasn't fun anymore i was just not having a good time and i always said like as soon as it stopped being fun i would take a step back and really think about that because uh, it was just a passion of mine and i always wanted it to be fun so as soon as it wasn't fun anymore you know i kind of was trying to figure something out and then real estate looked cool. And then it was, you know, I didn't have to go to college for 17 years. Yeah. Maybe a six week course. I don't know what it's like <laughs> up in Canada, but it's pretty, yeah, it was pretty a couple limited. months, yeah. a couple months. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. They should probably make it harder, but Pro probably <laughs> or so a little bit more follow-up than online <laughs> contingent education. Oh yeah. I know that that shit is just, they got to do something. So we'll see. <laughs> uh how'd you jump in did you just go solo agent right from the bat jump on a team assistant role what what did that look like yeah i was on a team uh for my first two years two years and a bit um and that was awesome it helped a lot because you do not learn anything in the courses i mean we just said they're like six weeks so you really yeah. don't learn much um and i had no idea what to do i didn't even know how to get to the mls the website like yeah. they teach you nothing so um, the, I recommend that to everybody getting in to start on a team. And if it's a, you know, if it's a team that makes sense and you can even have a good split or whatever, um, that's awesome. But I think once you grow into your own, it's, it's pretty good. Like once I kind of knew what I was doing, I just kind of went solo. Yeah. Um, and that's what kind of sparked how I run the business now. And I'm just a solo agent now. Got it. Yeah. I was lucky enough to kind of get in a similar situation. I was an assistant slash like office manager for an indie brokerage and I saw, you know, hundreds of transactions before I even was kicked to the streets to try one. So yeah. that was, that was huge yeah. for sure. Uh, awesome. So you said, did you get in like around 2016, 2017? Yeah. 2016. Okay. Started. Got yeah. it. Nice. So nice. Nice. Almost well, five years. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I, I hate this question because it's so general and everybody asks it like of real estate agent, but like, I just want to understand like how things are in Toronto. Like how's the market in Toronto, but, but really like, how is it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, not just, Oh, it's, it's hot, whatever, but yeah. Um, yeah. It's cold like, outside, but the market's hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, no, no. The go-to, no, the go-to answer. Yeah. yeah. The go-to. Yeah. Um, it's, it's very strong. It's very strong seller's market right now. Yeah. Um, 
we last year was super dicey um we have a lot of condos and and high rises yeah so they took a huge hit with all the covid that all the covid shit but um they're starting to bounce back already yeah. and um it's been pretty good sorry that's my dog's toy he keeps wanting to play um but what kind of dog do you have he's a uh whip it lab whip mix it. i'm trying to get him in here Oh man. You can't really see him. He's a cool yeah. guy. We rescued him from Nashville. There you go. Yeah. From Nashville. Oh, from yeah. like from one of the storms or just or just randomly? Yeah, he's, he was at a high kill shelter. Oh, um, got it. Yeah, and then yeah. But good for you. Yeah. Well, we love him. He's awesome. His name's Bowie. David Bowie's his full name. David Bowie. David yeah. Bowie. Another classic rock <laughs> emphasis. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like it. But yeah, it's um it's um it's strong. It's a strong seller's market. We're starting to see it. I mean in January, we were seeing in Toronto and in um, and in like east of the city where I am, we were seeing like twenty five, thirty offers. Yeah, places. How, how like, like as a listing agent? Yeah, as a listing agent, like how how are you dealing with that? Like, or how how does that dynamic work in Canada? You know, like we we have situations where we'll we'll counter offer like highest and best, or we'll counter offer specific prices and terms, like. I mean, it's kind of overwhelming to have 25 offers. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we always want multiples, but to have 25, it kind of gets crazy. Like, how many people do you so counter? Like, how, how have you been best handling that? So the way I do it is I ask everyone, I write, always write like an email uh, the morning of or the day before when I know I'm going to have a lot of offers. I just say, uh, you know, we're going to be in multiple offers. Bring your best foot forward. We are asking for your best if there are offers that are similar, we'll ask you to improve to give you that opportunity. So I normally ask like the top three to improve um, if they're close. Got if it. there's just a clear winner, I'm just taking it. Yeah. But yeah, if there's if there's three that are close, I, I always like to give them that opportunity because I know how hard it is in this market for buyers. So I'm on the buy side as well. And when you lose by five, 10 grand, it's gut wrenching. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. I've done some, I've noticed that this year, this past year, actually, there were a few transactions where normally, you know, you have 10, 12 offers and we actually didn't end up countering because someone just stood high and above the rest. And it just kind of made sense. You know, my buyer, my sellers weren't greedy and didn't want to go for every last penny. They just felt, Hey, this is, this is strong. They're strong. They came forth. Like let's, let's reward that. So I've been telling agents the same and buyers the same, like, you know, maybe don't hold back that 10, 15 grand, like maybe just go for it if yeah. that's what your comfort level is and, and try and lock it in. So yeah, that's what know. I say. We it's just got to go with our best and final. And yeah. then I always say, go with the price that you wouldn't regret yeah. losing. You yeah. know, you wouldn't like see a price and be like, Oh, we would have paid that. Yeah. Go at that price that if it goes for any higher, you're like, I wouldn't have paid that anyways. Right. Right. Yep. So. For sure. What about COVID restrictions? I mean, obviously here, like March, April, we were kind of pretty much shut down and then May it just exploded. And obviously we still have the restrictions. We have this thing called a property entry advisory disclosure. Everybody has to sign one before getting into property. Um, And then obviously, you know, just different uh, protocols and signage that we have to do. What's what's that look like for you guys? Same as us. I mean, we've been on and off of lockdowns. so it's been weird. Yeah, but we have the disclosure form now and a lot of people are putting conditions in like like COVID conditions and like that it won't mess up the closing or anything like that. Mm. Um, so it's a little weird. We don't do, there's no open houses. Yeah. Um, I know some people in the States are doing open houses again. 
um, we were allowed to do it for a bit last year on the in-between because it kind of started in March last year. I think around July, August, they opened up open houses again, but no one was going and no one, it was just too soon. Yeah. So I don't know. It's in, it's interesting to see. I don't know if that's ever going to come back or if it's going to come back a little. I don't see it coming back to what it was, um, which is kind of crazy because I used to get a lot of business from open houses. Got um, it. So as soon as that changed, you know, that was one of my main sources of leads was that and, and now social is my main source but yeah yeah it's it's weird i don't know if that's i don't know if opens are going to come back it's gonna be weird it's gonna take yeah. a while at least. yeah i mean i guess it depends upon the market right like if it's a crazy buyer's market and sellers are just fighting they just want to ha- expose their property as much as possible they may be more willing to and agents the listing agents may be more willing to do that as well so yeah. that might be indicative of it but um yeah, lots of lots of changes. Um, yeah. Obviously, that's that's a unique challenge. Any other specific challenges that you've that you've seen up there? Not, I mean, not really. Just kind of slower paced, right? Like in, in a certain exactly. extent, like it's it's, it's just fast, nice. but you know, <laughs> you you got to mask up. You can only do you can't have overlapping showings here. Yeah, yeah. Um, most showings are thirty minutes instead of an hour. It's just it's just changed. You just have to kind of change how you do things. Yeah. Um, yeah, but in terms of the actual you know, things are staying on for a couple of days, a week max, and they're yeah. gone. So yeah. you just, you have to set your client's expectations and, and you, you have to let them know, like, listen, if you like a house, we need to move fast on it. Yeah. So very similar down here. Yeah. All right. Let's shift gears a little bit. So obviously, um, yeah. Tell me about, so your, your previous big lead source was one or one of your lead sources, open houses, kind of what other directions did you go to, to gain business? What was kind of your go-to door knocking, door hanging? What, what, what was yeah. your, what was your go-to I, stuff? I tried everything. I'm a strong believer in trying everything. Cause um, it's interesting. People will always say like, Oh, well, you know, this guy door knocks. So I need a door knock, but that just might not be your thing. Like not everyone's good at door knocking. So I mean, you need to figure out what you're good at. Bowie, don't bark. <laughs> um, so yeah, you just need to figure out what you're good at. So I had to try everything and you need to try it for enough time. You yeah. can't door knock for a week and just say, no, I didn't like it. You know? So I tried, I would say I door knocked and cold called um, for two years um, pretty frequently. And I just, I don't know. I didn't convert as well as open houses. And now um, like I'll, I'll I'll call or knock expireds now, but there has to be some sort of a reason behind it. I'm not doing anything like super cold anymore. Yeah. I just don't see it to be like the way to, uh, it's just for me, for me, I, I know yeah. other, you know, friends of mine who kill it. They just literally go five hours a day and they knock on just, they farm an area and they just go and they kill it. But yeah. it's not my, not my thing. You have a neat, unique skill set in like your personality and your humor. So sometimes that can't necessarily come across correctly over a, a cold phone call versus a, yeah. an open house or an in-person type thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Opens were good. I, I find I'm better when people come to me. And that's what social does for me too. Um, it starts conversations. Um, and that's what I think the content that I make is good for. It just starts conversations and people start the conversation with me. So it doesn't ever seem like I'm just starting a conversation to sell you something. And that's what an open house was too. They would come in, they were coming into my open house that I was putting on. So it was never like intruding. 
Um, and I felt I was just much more on the ball and, and I could convert better yeah. that way. There's a reason they're there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Getting into the social aspect. So I went back through your Instagram over the past few years, right? And no offense, but some of your videos from the early days were basically like every other real estate agent yeah. was doing it, right? Like, you know, and not even every other real estate agent because some people won't even do that. But, you know, it was just kind of selfie style standing in an open house here i'm at this open house like and i mean frankly they probably did well you know in that time because not a lot of people were doing them and you know they just do well and it's a way of introducing and and a friendly introduction what was the shift between that type of content and then like i don't know i there was a small transition but i felt like it just kind of hit where you just started like um kind of these more um I guess skit is the best like necessity, but what was like the shift or what was the motivation there? It's just weird. Cause like I started on teams, so I was limited in what I could do because Mm. I was under their brand and rightfully so. I mean, they have a brand and they want a certain way to uh, present that brand. Uh, So I've had these ideas, like some of them since I started real estate, but I was just told, you know, it's unprofessional. You won't be taken seriously. Um, so really when I got in, I was just like everyone else because I, I just thought I had to be a certain way. So I thought I had to dress a certain way, talk a certain way and just, and it was very ironic because I got into the business because I thought I had a good personality. And, and I think this happens with a lot of people. Our personality goes away because we think that it's unprofessional. We get in our own heads. So as soon as I went solo, I did this video it was called the shut the front door video is the first listing I had when I was a solo agent. It's a very bad listing. Um, I had to figure out a way to market it properly. Yeah. And it was just this funny video. I just kept going like, if you don't, you know, here's the house. If you don't like, you can shut the, and then I would cut to the door, be like front door. And I would almost swear in every part right. of the video. And then I sold that house in, I think eight or nine hours and it had three offers and two of the offers came from the video. And I know that because they called me and they said, we saw your video. You know, we went and saw the house after and we liked it. We want to put in an offer. So there I was like, okay, there's something here. And it got like 10,000 views. So, and that's pretty, that's pretty encouraging. I mean, yeah, like you hear like people starting video and it's like, Hey, you got to do, you know, hundreds of videos for a long time and then you'll start to get, so that's, that's gotta be pretty encouraging and motivating. Yeah. It was just a decision to kind of let more of my personality out. And it was very inspired by, you know, people like Gary V and people I look up to like that where, yeah. and I really think now that that is the best way to create a brand, to sell yourself. People more than anything need to like you first before they're going to call you or ask you for advice or trust you. So I think that's what these type of videos do for me. Yeah. I was going to ask you if there was any Gary V influence um, yeah. just because I think I've gotten the same, the same influence for me. It's just like, who cares? Right. And like, if this video is not the, the, the one, the next one, and you know, who cares what people think of it and they'll forget and move on yeah. or, or it'll be a, a killer and, 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 and do well for you. So. Yeah. That was another thing. I didn't know if it was going to destroy my entire career or uh, do well. So <laughs> thankfully people liked the videos. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was pretty good. It was pretty cool. What's been your favorite video? Yeah. There's been a couple. Okay. And I got it cause there's been like that shut the front door video was like kind of started everything. Yeah. 
Um, and then there's been a couple along the way that have kind of leapfrogged me into um, other things. So there's that one, there's the Freddie Mercury one. Um, there's one where I'm just like saying like, I want to be your real estate agent and I do much more than unlock the door. And then I like, can't get into the door. Right. Um, there's that one. And then I just did the Drake one that I really like. Yeah. Um, High yeah. production value. Yeah. Well, I've hired a, a, a production team now for some of the higher end videos. Yeah. But yeah, I, I do a lot of them myself still with my wife. Yeah. That was going to be my question. Uh, do you do the own editing video, stuff like that? And then um, is your wife the the voice behind the female voice and in a lot of your phone conversations? Yeah. She's the voice in everything. <laughs> she's Kim and Susan. She's Kim, Karen, Susan, <laughs> Jennifer. Yeah. She's everybody. Yeah. Uh, so we have fun with that. And she's the best because like everyone's always like oh man you're so funny you're so funny but if you ask my wife i'm not funny at all right so like right perfect- oh yeah every wife would say that <laughs> yeah yeah so she's the perfect person to throw ideas by because she'll let me know how it is she'll be like that yeah. is the shittiest idea i've ever heard i'm like all right right on i'll get back to the drawing board <laughs> um so yeah it's i do yeah everything ourselves i've bought like a better camera now but she like she's always the one filming and she yeah. does the voiceovers and it's it's very fun it's very fun to do it with her. She, she likes it and it's a fun thing to do together. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, the, I know a magician doesn't um, reveal their secrets, but some of these text conversations with other agents, are these loosely based on reality or are these like legit screenshots with other agents? Some some are real, some (laughs) are legit real. And then some are like some are phone conversations that I've converted. Yeah. But it's all, yeah, definitely inspired by a real event. Yeah. Which most of the videos are too. Got it. Got it. Um, that kind of leads like, like what's your biggest pet peeve? I mean, a lot of those text message chains are just, unfortunately we're going to come across people in this business that, that are just either inept or don't have the the quality or knowledge. Um, but, but, uh, what, what are some of the pet peeves you've seen in the business, whether it's from a client or, or, or agent as well? Yeah. I have pet peeves from everybody. I mean, <laughs> a, the client is not always right. That is why we are here. Okay. Um, because they don't know what the hell they're talking about most of the time. So we make sure that they, uh, are on the right path because if the client was always right, I, you know, no one would get any deals done. Um, because everyone would just want to lowball the buyers and then the sellers would want a million dollars higher than their actual list price. Um, and then in terms of agents, I think we need to cut the bullshit. I just think there's so much bullshit. Like um, just be yourself. Like it's so weird how I just find it. I don't know. That's why I started the videos too. It's just so much BS that uh, like even talking about clients, like, Oh, congrats to my incredible clients. They were like incredible through this entire process. I was like, dude, half my clients are shit. You know, I don't even know. And I'm, I'll tell them to their face. I'll be like, you guys are, you suck right now. Okay. Like, you know, and everyone else's client seems to be the best client in the world. You're missing out, dude. You're missing out. I know. clearly, (laughs) Clearly. So like, they're all amazing. And it's just like, there's a lot of stuff. Um, you know, everything I touch turns to sold. We got to probably uh, reel that one back. Uh, the market's getting hot. 
the, it's cold outside. The market's getting hot. Like those little one-liners. Yeah. Uh, we we don't use that one too often here, to be honest. Yeah, I bet not. The market, <laughs> it's hot outside. The it's hot outside and hotter. so is the market. That yeah, that one we used go. last summer. Yeah, that's for and sure. And then uh, getting pictures of you on your, you know, pictures of us texting and on our phones, like, you know, it's overdone. It's oversaturated. Let's, yeah. let's get something new. And then this is a lot. Pretty much everything upsets me. <laughs> I'm very observant. Because it's all the same. It's not. It's not the same as <laughs> you know. It's. It's not different, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sense. I don't know. It's just yeah. But there's a lot of fantastic realtors who don't do anything kind of different online, um, and that's fine. It, it's not everyone's bag, but yeah. It's just you know, just I don't know. There's a lot of <laughs> shit I can go on all day about shit that pisses me off. Speaking of going on all day, um, I've never been on this platform, but I know you have um, Clubhouse. Yeah. What's the deal? I, I haven't been on it. I, from an outsider looking in, I feel like it's just like a 24-7 like seminar. But yeah. I mean, is there value? Like what, what's, what's your thought there? There isn't, there isn't. I mean, Eric, the broke agent and I, we use it to grow our other platforms. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there is that we Eric. Go. Yeah, that's Eric. He's just kind of, uh, yeah. He, my dog hears literally anything. We can we can edit around this. No, you'll probably hear my my two year old at any moment. In time oh, any well, moment so, now. Yeah. Okay, perfect. That's perfect. No, but so we've been using it to, because we have a podcast as well, um, and kind of utilize it to grow other platforms. There is a lot of valuable um, speakers on there. There's a lot of people who. Sorry, let me just get this. And by the way, you know, there's no editing happening here. Yeah, no, whatever. <laughs> My dog is just, he won't let me, I always have to, like, he just gets jealous. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of valuable speakers on there. <clears throat> but <clears throat> there's a lot of people who just want to hear themselves talk. Mm. And um, we've run into a couple of those, Eric and I, were. We just need to tell him that, you know, can you swear on this? Can we swear? I'm not going to swear. I think you've sworn about 47 times already, so we're good. Oh, I don't count shit. I swear. <laughs> it's F-bombs and, and above. That oh, is is that, can, that Canadian rules? There you That's go. That's Canadian etiquette. Got it. Um, Got it. Okay. Yeah. Well, sorry if we're not allowed to swear. Um, yeah, there's a lot of uh, people who like to hear themselves talk. Like we had, I was in a room and someone raised their hand. To, to talk and she was just saying how like she's become a local celebrity because her reel gets her videos get so many likes she can't even go to the grocery store without getting recognized i was like that none of that has ever happened but um okay thank you for <laughs> what town are you in <laughs> yeah i know she's in a town of 20 um the rest is it's just 19 other family members but um so there's a lot of that bullshit but if you can uh if you can you know, find your way and find some good rooms. There is value there. And like I said, it helps grow your other platforms. Got it. Um, so it's been growing our podcasts and growing our accounts and it's good for that. And yeah, some rooms are valuable. Some rooms aren't. Got it. Yeah. I'll, maybe I'll check it out, but like limit myself to a certain duration throughout yeah, the day. I mean, Cause I could see you just like being, want to be on there and just t soak it all in or some people haven't been off in six months. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of, They're that's kind of the way I there. see it. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of so, the way I see it. Yeah. There so I don't know. It's, it's, it's a cool app though. I think it's cool for now. Good deal. Back, back to the Drake thing. So we, we alluded to it at the very beginning, but um, 
talk a little bit about that. What was the inspiration there? Um, what, what's the ultimate, like, what's, what's the end goal? Is this like a dumb idea? Like, so I wanted to do a video stating that I was from Toronto. So everyone knew where I was from. And I was like, well, I'm not just going to like go around and talk to restaurant owners or some shit like everyone else does. So I was like, what could I do? And how could I get more of like a global reach where people not from Toronto would like the video? And then I was like, well, there's one thing that everybody loves and that's Drake. I mean, even if you don't like his music, you just like, you at least know him. Yeah. I've never heard of anyone who just like despises Drake. He's just like a nice guy. Um, so I was just like, okay, well, I'll just ask Drake uh, if I can be his real estate agent because, and then I was like, I can probably get a pretty good campaign going. And, uh, my production team has worked with Drake before. And, uh, yeah, I know some people who know Drake. So of course, small, small town of Toronto, right? Yeah. Small town of Toronto. <laughs> so we just thought it'd be a fun campaign to, yeah. uh, get people talking. It's brand awareness. Like I said, starts conversations. All these videos are just in, social media is a big commercial to me. And, uh, doesn't always have to provide value in the way that people think value should be provided. Um, everyone just thinks if you're not splurring, you know, a bunch of numbers and statistics about home sales that you're not providing value. But I feel that, you know, uh, you know, bringing some light to someone's day or making people happy is uh, value in itself. So here's Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to be in now. Um, What's up, Bowie? Yeah. So, I think that's value in itself. Um, so you don't always have to go for what you think value should be. Um, so yeah, it was just a really fun kind of campaign that we did and Drake has not called yet, but like I said, he will, I assume he's just, he probably like, you know, when you write an email, but you don't write the email right in the email, yeah. you kind of yep. write it in like a word document. He probably is just editing that. My questions for this were originally on notes on my phone and then, then they got printed out in Word. So exactly. I understand because so, yeah. the notes can't go anywhere on accident. It's not going to no. go, an email is not going to get sent on accident. Exactly. So. so he doesn't want to send something before it's perfect is right. what I'm assuming. Or it's going through his attorneys or something yeah, like that. Yeah, who knows? That's probably... has, his house is like 50 mil. So I guess, <laughs> but I'll tell him, I'll, you know, I'll stage it. I'll do it all. I'm assuming he'll probably need some staging. and Probably. Yeah. So Probably. <laughs> Perfect. Well, um, where, where can people see more of you? Um, Instagram, the podcast, l let everybody know. All yes. Those spots. So Instagram is Matt.Leonetti, L-I-O-N-E-T-T-I. -T -T -I. That's my main, that's where you can kind of get in touch with me mainly through DMs. I'm pretty good at responding. Um, and then our podcast over Ask podcast, um, is the one I have with the broke agent. We've had some pretty big guests on. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's been fun. We've been going since the beginning of January. So it's a lot of work. Yeah. Podcast. Yeah. You, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's all good though. It's, it's fun stuff. Um, yeah. It's fun work. And, and I'm sh as I'm sure you are appreciative of, of the people that, that take, you know, 31 minutes out of their, out of their day to, to jump on with it with you. So yeah. I definitely appreciate it. Yeah. So, so do, so do we, and uh, it's pretty crazy. Cause like we went from short skits a minute 30 second skits to you know like you said people tuning in for 30 minutes 40 minutes so it's amazing it's very appreciated very cool uh any uh, any last parting words before we hit this uh hit this uh, unrecord button yes well i'm assuming drake is going to be watching this so drake most likely i'm pretty sure he's following me i haven't been through all uh 1200 of my followers but yeah. i'm pretty sure he's on i there. thought i saw him on there yeah. so yeah. drake uh 
please just give me that call. Don't, the, the email doesn't have to be perfect. Just, you know, email or call whatever you'd like. Uh, and we can get that appointment set up for you. And um, no, other than that, thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Happy we got this uh, scheduled. Yeah. Yeah, we so, got it yeah. scheduled. One date. No no reschedules. Just no, we don't do that bullshit. Okay. No. Like, you know, once no you meeting commit for the to meeting. a date. No, you commit to a date and you do the date. Okay. I can't stand when there's 5,000 reschedules. That's it. Zero emails too. Zero yeah, emails. No, it's all DM. <laughs> we don't need email. Love Drake, it. just DM me. That's it. There you go. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Thanks so man. much, dude. All right, everyone. Thanks for watching, listening in to another episode of Always Be Consulting. Until next time, I'm Thomas Ryan. Have a good day. Bye.